This is exactly right. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Babs Gray, and it's weird that we use junk to describe some men's genitals when it's really applied to their personalities. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Brandy Posey, and I got a pitch for you guys. It's a strip club, but it's just people of all shapes and sizes just trying to pull off a hoodie, like a pullover hoodie, and then you're, they're just <laughs> naked anyway. Because you can't get one off without. Oh, I just I saw I saw a lot of men's bodies over lot. break. Yeah, the bellies be out at the airport. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> you got that bottom belly. Yep. 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 Anyway, <laughs> give them a dollar. <laughs> that would be so funny if you just started putting a dollar. In there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, don't spend it all at once tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Tess Barker, and why not make the whole store out of girl dinner? That's the Trader Joe's business model. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Lady to Lady. Can you keep a secret? Neither can we. We got Barbara Brandy and of course Big Tess. We got a show for everyone that's the fucking best. Come on, baby. It's time to hang out with your favorite ladies. Ladies to ladies. Ladies to ladies. Hey everybody! This is welcome to the show of Showtime. It's Showtime. <laughs> um, what's going on? We're does anyone have anything to promote, or should we just jump into the app? Do we have any words of wisdom to say? Um, it's January seventeenth. Happy birthday, Jim Carrey! Happy oh, birthday. okay. It's Jim Carrey's yeah. birthday. Let's it's promote Jim Carrey's, Jim Carrey's birthday. How old, how old is he turning? Wow. Do you know? He's born in born in nineteen fifty two. Oh, wait, no, no, sixty two, sixty two, sixty two. Uh, so he's what? Though it's a uh, fifty. He's a time fifty one years old. Mm. Nice. Oh wow, fifty two, fifty two, fifty two years old. Okay. Oof. Yep. Weird. <laughs> he seemed. I feel like he would be older by now, so it feels younger because I. I guess he's yeah. always felt like he was 40 to me or something. I don't know. He's totally forever 40. I was thinking that about Steve Martin today because I love oh, Steve yeah. Martin. And it, I was making breakfast and I don't know why, but I was just like hit with this like sadness that Steve Martin is aging. And oh. I was like, but we'll never know how old he Like he, he I'm forgetting he's that always he's aging. He's always yeah. the same. Yeah. It's like him, Tommy Lee Jones. There's like a certain kind of person <laughs> that was born looking like that. <laughs> Like it's Tommy like a born Lee this Jones. way for grizzled men yeah. or like just older looking men who have right, never looked right. young. <laughs> yeah. What a blessing. Yeah. I um, hope that they hang out a lot. Can I just oh say God, Steve Martin and Tommy Lee Jones. I hope do you know their pals. Do you know the um the Tommy Lee Jones Jim Carrey story from when they worked on um, No. Oh wait, yeah, he Batman hated Forever him, right? Together? Yeah, he hated him cuz he hated his movie career. Also he's We say Tommy Lee Jones hated Tommy Lee Jim Jones Carrey. hated Jim Carrey. Also, Jim Carrey is 62. I did the math wrong because in my head it's I was like, he must be older okay. than... Okay. It's 2014 okay. in my brain, so whatever. Um, that is a lot more comforting. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but Jim Carrey was excited to meet Tommy Lee Jones, like their first day of shooting, and he comes up to him and he's like, hey, I'm a really big fan of your work. And he goes, I don't like what you do. I do not sanction your buffoonery. And then he walked away from him. That's the most Tommy Lee Jones sentence. It's a perfect phrase. It really is. I feel like he literally came out of the womb just like that was the first sentence he said because he knew one day he was going to have to say it to Jim Carrey. Exactly. His mom's like, what about mom? (laughs) What if you said mama first? Wow. I got to say, you know what? I don't think the next generation is going to know who Tommy Lee Jones is. Maybe if they watch Men in Black, but he hasn't hasn't been around for a minute. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, speaking of not knowing who people are, Babs and I were on the same show on New Year's and <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, uh, the host was talking about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal in relation to the Taylor Swift of it all. And uh, Sean, my husband, turned to me and said, it, didn't he die? <laughs> and I said, no, you're thinking of Heath Ledger. <laughs> 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 that's the level Poor of pop Jake. culture. Wow. I know. Damn. I know. I love that. I know. Yeah, we were there was a kid in the audience, the only kid in like the, you know, for a midnight show and he's sitting literally 2 feet in front of the stage. Mm-hmm. And uh he we just kept watching him ask his mom who people were, what Y2K was, you know. That was a fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he really got it. He really got all the references. Yeah, like yeah. the setup of this crowd was like, okay, picture like essentially a triangle, right? Like you're on the stage in the middle of the triangle and then left and right is the majority of the audience. And then at the point of the triangle is the child. Is the only okay. child. Is the only child. So you're, so it was like a catwalk <laughs> with the kid at the end. Yeah. As if you're just being presented only to the child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like a reverse cult of some kind. I love it. Yeah. yeah I was like, I'm going to say dirty jokes because I wasn't told not to. So uh, sorry. That's how I felt. I'm sorry. That's yeah. not on us. Yeah. We never, we never promised. She kept like covering his ears, and I was like, I don't know if it's a joke or not, but whatever. No, yeah. this is like not my fault. He yeah. shouldn't be here. <laughs> no. Bye. And also, if my dad took me to see Pulp Fiction when I was in sixth grade, then uh, you you'll live. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what's on the internet? You can't hear my little jokes. Take it easy. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like they were they were fine. They were good sports. Oh, yeah. But it they was were. just more like a it was a funny placement of Right. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's He'll have a different 2024 than he did a 2023, I can guarantee. That's so That's true. <laughs> That's so true. I guess this is growing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Have you guys heard the new Blink-182 song? No, was it good? Did you know one exists? I knew that, I knew that they got back together. Um, it was something that I wanted to look into. I is it bad? I just heard it randomly on the radio yesterday, and it's like it's like a ballad. And it's okay. it's like a sad song, okay. which I don't know if I would have gone for for your first foray back. So like and Adam's it's, song, okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's like it's kind of like talking about like coming back together, but but it's very much like <laughs> literally the chorus is something like, "Why do I have to die so you'll love me?" <laughs> so that's. Oh. <laughs> Man, I love I being an angsty fifty-year-old millionaire. That's the thing. It's it's. It was like I. I guess I. I guess I shouldn't think this will sound different than it does, but it does. I don't know. You'll have to listen to it. My follow-up question is like, what stations is it playing on? I don't even know what station I was listening to. Honestly, that I've just been like randomly listening to the radio again in the car, and so yeah. I have no idea who was playing it. But 
Okay. They were. And I heard it. And you know what? Like, it's it gets the actually the chorus is not bad, but the beginning is just like so hokey that it's just a little like tough. But hey, yeah. you know what? They're back. Good for them. I'm ready. Just listen. Yeah. I just want to see. I, I just want to know what you think. I just want a, a I want a large chunk of that album to be about aliens. Please. I would, I, know. I would like that. That's what we really want. Listen it's up, Blink. It's time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's time. And you know what it's time for now? Our episode. <laughs> wow. And it's a good one. Nailed it's a great uh, episode. We're really excited to have this gal back on the show. She has a new album out called Better Living Through Femistry, which you can find anywhere through the through Kill Rock Stars. Go check it out and please enjoy our hang with Andy Iwancio. Samsonite. Yeah. <sighs> All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb and I can't help it. I can't Holds help up. it. That's uh, funny that you say that because our Christmas tree guy this year, uh, he was like, Sean, he's, he was writing his, our name on the tree and he's like, Sean with a a U or a W and he's like an E-A-N. He goes, S. Well, at least I got that right. Or I was close. And he goes, you know what that movie's that's from? Dumb and Dumber. Samsonite. And then he just kept quoting Dumb and Dumber to us the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) It's coming back. Yeah, I got to hang out with this Christmas tree guy. (laughs) Let's say hi to our guest, the hilarious Andy Awancio. Hello. Hi. How are y'all? Doing Uh, good. It's a pullover. No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for asking. (laughs) <laughs> do you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world <laughs> four women on a podcast <laughs> that's what our new tagline should be you want to hear the most annoying sound in the world i don't know if you've ever heard jeff i like heard some interview with jeff bridges and jeff bridges like talks in such a it's like hearing Bob Dylan talk about I'm like sure. the way he talks about it, it sounds like Bob Dylan trying to describe Ace Ventura. It's ah. like this <laughs> old wizened voice referencing an old Fairly Brothers movie to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing I remember the most is uh, putting my head out of the rectum of a rhinoceros. <laughs> <laughs> It's it sounds he sounds like Chris Christopherson describing the Barbie movie. Wow, <laughs> oh that's amazing. That's a very I didn't know accurate I needed. description oh of Jeff God. Bridges. Do you I, do you do you guys know the story of how Chris Christopherson got his music heard? <laughs> so he like was a a janitor at like the record label where like Johnny Cash was, and he was trying to get his music to Johnny Cash forever. And then, like, he kept, like, throwing the demo away. And then he, because he was a, a veteran, he took a helicopter from a friend that he, and he took a helicopter to Johnny Cash's house, landed it on his lawn, and then was like, listen to my music. And then <laughs> wow. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, this is actually good. I guess I should help this guy out. <laughs> Holy shit. See, and they tell us yeah. not to do the sparkle like don't the do the glitter. Sparkle. I've worked in casting. Don't do this. Yeah, the glitter yeah. in the. <laughs> it doesn't work most of the time, but when it does work, you get Chris Christopherson. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Chris Christopherson does that once, and now every street corner in America is insufferable with one dude in a pair of headphones trying to sell you a mixtape. Exactly. <laughs> For real. Unless you have military grade weapons to terrify people, you should not be pushing your music on people. <laughs> 
Maybe the well, LAPD. Also, like you have to give someone a CD player too with the. That's true. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like you have yeah. to also sell them a CD player. At this point, I'm like, I don't know how to play this. Like literally, nothing has the slot. <laughs> I, I do have my last car for that reason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've had the same Kesha CD in my car for like five years. Um, <laughs> I, I think I bet the kids are bringing CDs back though. Oh, they are. I I bet you that that's going to happen. And good for them. Somebody needed to, frankly. Yeah. Uh, They, uh, the way that music got played to me the last time was I was in a, uh, I was in a lift and, uh, and it was, there was music. There was a dude who's like, his name was like Gary or whatever. I could see from the thing. I got to describe him like Gary. And he's like, yeah, Gary. And we're, we're driving and I could hear like shitty acoustic music playing. And it's like, eh, eh, very like wannabe Dylan. I like grew up going to folk open mics because my mm-hmm. parent was a folk singer. So I like knew right away some like wannabe singer. And I look at it. And it says Gary's music, and then it says Gary. And the dude was <laughs> in a lift playing his own acoustic oh, music. Yeah. And then like, I, bet, yeah. I like, I like, look back at my phone. He's like, "You like this music?" I was like, "Yeah, it's it's okay." He's like, "It's me." Uh, <laughs> I'm like, uh, I already knew. And then I look back to see what the song was, and the song was uh, Jack Daniels, and it was talking about drinking and driving. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I learned to drink and drive. <laughs> Damn, Gary. That's a bold move. That's a very bold move. You know, and th- I feel weird about the uh, AI or, you know, robot drivers. And then I'm like, well, I don't know if Gary should be. That's how I feel. Garying. I've met enough story? Garys in my day to know that I'd prefer the robots. <laughs> Maybe just not also, Garys. Maybe just not Garys yeah. behind the wheel. Maybe Has anybody Gary. else? I have also had a, I was in a the Lyft driver play their own music. Oh, wait. I, oh, were you? Yeah. Okay, okay. It's when we were I, coming back from the airport. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh, my God. I've had the reverse happen. When I was a Lyft driver, I had a coked out producer get in the car. And then he was oh. like, can I just play you some of my artist music to let me know? And you just let me know what you think about this. And he was just like <laughs> gnashing his teeth, playing me bad pop. And I was like, man, it really upsets like a record producer to be like, sorry, dude, I like ska. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we don't produce that anymore. Yeah. He was what like, if well, he had been like, well, I have a great, that would have been amazing if he was like, I have a hot new ska artist. You're <laughs> yeah. like, I, I know about them. Okay. Yeah. I probably already know. And you can't afford this cocaine, sir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that band has 12 guys in it yeah it's like, give like, them more money <laughs> they need it <laughs> they're also think, two teachers let them be <laughs> i i think i've told y'all all my like nightmare stories and lifts but not nightmares you just ride enough lifts you're gonna get a like of weird course. stories and there's a weird story on the album i think i told y'all did i ever tell you my like lift story i don't uh, know <laughs> Say it again. It's been a while Microphone. since you were on, and everything goes it. in. Yeah, we forget yeah, everything yeah. as soon as it happens. So. Well, I've, I'll, I'll, I'll crib it a little bit. I uh, was in a. Uh, I was. I like talk to Lyft drivers. I still do. I don't. I engage with oh, yeah. them because they're. Yeah. I, they're people. I'm not like sir. <laughs> yeah, I know. If they, if they, they engage, thine eyes. <laughs> yeah, if they have a cute dog or some funny thing, or they're playing good music. Like I, I have like met all of these really super interesting people. I think I've told you like the, the greatest one being uh, I was I got in a lift 
and I met a guy who was a witness at Elvis's second wedding. He was an entertainment, a retired Ooh. entertainment director for the Sands Hotel in Las Vegas. Shit. See, that's and cool. he opens up his glove box and hands me back a piece of paper. And it's a fucking letter between him and the judge talking, reminiscing about Elvis's second wedding. So I've got that at home. That's like the greatest. But uh, that's cool. Wait, wait, the letter? He had copies for you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got out of old stack. a baller. Wow. <laughs> keep hard I, copies. Yes, absolutely. I love well, it. <laughs> the wildest one, though, is that uh, I was in Denver. I was in a car, and uh, I was like, said, said, hey, man, I like get in this car, and I'm like, hey, man, what's your name? He's like, Jeff. I'm like, oh, you originally from Denver, Jeff? And he's like, no. Just moved here from Chicago. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, what do you do? What do you do? Uh, anything creative or anything? He's like, I do comedy. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Nice it's like, know. oh, do you know my friend Megan or my friend Jeremy? He's like, no. I'm just like, oh, I, well, if you're ever in Seattle, like, look me up. I'll, I'll totally, you know, point you towards some good open mics or some shows. Uh, let me just add you on Facebook. He's like, taking a break from Facebook. Uh oh. I was Ooh, like, that's a man that got canceled. Uh now, <laughs> what? What I find out later is that Jeff had been outed as an abuser on the Chicago comedy scene. Oh, no. And he yep. run, ran away from Chicago to Denver to get away from these claims. I, but what I said in that moment was, what I said in that moment was, oh, I understand taking a break from Facebook. It's been so intense lately with these abusers being outed. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I basically said, oh, I understand taking a break from Facebook. You're there. You're the problem. <laughs> you yeah, can yeah. run, but you can't hide, Jeff. Okay, uh, I'm just going to follow you to Denver. And also, so is Andy. you can't stop saying you do comedy. Yeah. You yeah. did comedy again. I you can hear I'm going to I'm going to do the I'm going to do the thing that you should listen to the album to hear the rest of the story. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Great tease. Uh, yes. uh, but they like the label was like is that Jeff's real name? I'm like no, it's not Jeff. But every time I've told the joke on stage and used the word Jeff, somebody comes up to me or give me Mike, right? <laughs> there's a lot of people filling in the gap there yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's quaint that people Rolodex. think there's only one uh, <laughs> I, the most hilarious name change on the album is uh, like i use the name green for a person whose real name is trails <laughs> it's just like one drug dealer name for another drug dealer name it's not really like it's just one inanimate object and another inanimate object <laughs> <laughs> Please uh, call me amazing. call me Trails. Chemtrails <laughs> is my father. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Please. <laughs> so the album, Andy, tell us about the album Better Living Through Femistry. It's out now. So yeah, yeah. where did, where did you record it? Um I recorded it uh it's out now. It's uh it went it came out last Friday. Uh it went to number three on the iTunes comedy chart. Fuck I yeah. feel the to say as yeah. I call for my day job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it um, we recorded it in Portland. Uh, Mr. Kyle Clark helped produce it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and it came out on it. Kill Rock Stars, which I'm still kind of dumbfounded by why they would 
want me. Because <laughs> you're very but, funny and a delight. Like any okay. people would be happy to have you. Well, <laughs> but but it's good. We all have it. It's good. You got to ha- keep yeah, having yeah. that imposter syndrome or else you wouldn't be a comedian. So, <laughs> yeah, But yeah. it's uh, called Better Living Through Femistry, mm-hmm. which is uh, a reference to a Fat Boy Slim album. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, but the... The old, it was the old Dupont chemical, uh, the old Dupont chemical uh, slogan was better living through chemistry. Right. And so there's been lots of riffs on that. Um, nice. And uh, yeah, just a fun joke. Yeah, I love that. How did you come up with the name? I lo- That's really fun. I Again, it's just a fat boy slim. I'm like, all my, my other album was hard trans, which is another ravey DJ <laughs> joke. <laughs> They're all just puns on rave stuff. I don't know. I, I think felt millennials like- love puns, rave stuff, and fat boy slim. Like you definitely yeah. hit the trifecta. I, I've been, nice we, we were you watching Sex in the City and there's a lot of fat boy slim in <laughs> Sex in the City. I was I've, out there. <laughs> yeah. I finally got to see him in person. And so the thing that made me realize, I was like trying to, I was like, I listen to a lot of dance music on Fridays. So Mm -hmm. uh, I listen to the BBC because it's like, uh, it's nighttime. It's like Mm -hmm. nighttime, ravey time there and are like 10 a.m. here. And like, that is my energy level. (laughs) I listen to dance music during the day, but can't stand it at night. But uh, (laughs) that's fair. Um, but it's just, I've realized that what he embodies is somebody who doesn't take himself seriously and it's kept him, uh, he, he's what we don't have here in the United States, but what the UK has had for a long time was dudes going through midlife crises and then having to reassert their place in a youth culture. And that's happened with. (laughs) That's happened with dance music DJs, and that's like resulted in many different things. But Fatboy Slim slowly becoming just like a dorky dad who does goofy shit during his songs. He like <laughs> he'll put on a mask of himself. Like I got to see him in Bummer Shoot that's here in funny. Seattle. He put on a a mask that was scanned with a picture of himself, and then ran out into the crowd, and then along the barricade, yes. and then back up onto the stage. He does like all of this goofy stuff. And like, it's fun to see somebody who's so silly about their DJing because it's something I, you know, it keeps it's it's so neat to see somebody who's not taking it very seriously. And that's kept him doing it longer than other people. It's like dance music videos are funnier than other dance music. Right. Artists. Yeah. And that's and that's what's, you know, that's given him longevity. And I, I it's really neat to see him. So I guess Yeah, I always like I mean that's one of the reasons why I love the Beastie Boys so much is they always like made fun of themselves, you know, or like just silly as fuck and like you just tell us three people being like, What's the dumbest shit we can think of? you know? Yeah, it feels like that's the always key my favorite to vibe. aging with grace. It's like you yes. can't just, you know, we get to be forty Dude. and be like, oh, take me seriously. Speaking <laughs> like, of being silly, I have to tell you guys about Ooh. the LA Breakfast Club. Oh, oh my yes. god. <sighs> oh, Tess attended a secret. She she said she wasn't sure if it'd be a cult. I wasn't sure if it was going to be a cult. It's a breakfast club that's been ongoing in Los Angeles for over 100 years. It's in this auditorium called the Friendship Auditorium. It's across the street from Griffith <laughs> Park. <laughs> 
<laughs> into my eggs. Put that <laughs> into my eggs. <laughs> and then they meet every Wednesday. They've always met every Wednesday at 7 a.m., like since 1921 or something like that. So I and I saw that information on the marquee. I always run by Griffith Park, and for years I've run by it and be like, one day I'm going to go to that friendship club. Like I've just yeah. got it. I'm dying to know. So then I finally Googled it and it looked like really cool. Like it's, it's, they've maintained like a lot of the traditions, but then like every meeting they have like someone come give like a talk. Yeah. So like the way it's structured. And so this talk was about this woman had written a book about the history of, of cults and how they've impacted our food. So I was like, yep, definitely want to hear about that. This is the <laughs> breakfast club I'm going to. Uh, I went, you guys, first of all, the silliest thing I've done in so long. It is <laughs> so silly. It couldn't be any sillier. Like it okay, is okay. the greeting there. Everyone, the main greeting and response back and forth back to each other is always ham and ham to you and eggs. Like the ham and egg <laughs> back to each other. Like everything's ham and egg. They, <laughs> they have, oh, no. they have, it's like, oh, and by the way, it's primarily people our age. Wait, is really? It is, okay, yes. interesting. It's young we thought people. it would be mostly older people. I thought it would be sure. mostly Assumed young people. Mostly old, older, yeah. No, there's tons of people our age. And like one guy wow. I was talking to, I guess what happened was it was like ongoing for a long time and mostly like a way for business people to connect. Although mm-hmm. it's the traditions have not changed and they're very silly. So it's okay. always been like super silly. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then it started dwindling. And like 10 years ago, this guy was telling me a bunch of quirky millennials came in and just revived the whole thing. Man, uh, give it up for the ironic millennial man. Yes, we're saving industry. So it's like um, there. It's kind of like a satire of the Shriners. There's an okay. MC. Mm-hmm. She fucking crushed it. Her one-liners were hilarious. Her delivery was perfect. So she hosts the whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. There's songs that you sing along to, like on a projector. About, like, what a great day it's going to be. Um, <laughs> while they're singing the songs, they turn down the lights in this amazing auditorium, and the whole place is lit by candlelight. Whoa, cool. There's a pianist. Um, there's these two sawhorses. One's named mm-hmm. Ham and one named Eggs. And when you get in, people get initiated in, they, like, have to put their hand in slime on the sawhorse. <laughs> um, there's a greeting line where you do a ham and egg handshake to all the people. It's the silliest thing. Holy shit. I loved it. How long was it? Wow. Like, <laughs> please, if anyone wants to go back. I meant, no, we're and obviously in. going. I mean, immediately in. <laughs> immediately in. I, I, I feel like every every time somebody's tried to convince, this feels like when every, every time somebody's tried to convince me to watch the movie Magnolia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just wrong. like. It's it's a lot of elements, and then somebody's like, "It's really good." It's this is just like I Heart Huckabees, another yeah. movie I don't understand. <laughs> I, I Heart Huckabees went completely over my head, but you will understand the LA Breakfast. I, I it's one. Of, it is a little bit like you needed to be there because it's so weird. Yeah. Like the guy that I was talking to was like, no, "You're never going to be able to explain your morning to anyone else." I was like, "You're oh right." Oh my god, amazing! Uh, so the way it's structured is, then everyone is like really friendly like it's just a bunch of like really nicely yeah. so i went by myself and you just kind of met a lot of really interesting friendly people cool. had a nice breakfast so you just drink coffee and have your breakfast and talk then the singing and the traditions start so that's the first hour is just like talking traditions and then uh the speaker talks for the second half so the whole thing was two hours can i that's ask how, how's, how's the food quality were we good. talking food really good yeah oh. okay we were Nothing worried fancy. about that we were worried Great. i was talking to brandy the night before they had oatmeal hey <laughs> I can work with oatmeal. Great. Oatmeal. <laughs> I love nice. that you're 
I love that your concern is whether or not they had oatmeal and not that they were like going to shed the blood of an infant into a goblet you had to drink in a mimosa. Well, that was the first concern, but no, no, no. That's happening on the west side of town. Um, yeah, okay, yeah. Dare I say we add this now? We have a few um, New Year's resolutions for this podcast. Yes. And dare I say we add this to this list that me and Brandy go with Tess to our breakfast yeah. club. I think so our other two, our other two. So we got three now. We mm-hmm. go with, with Tess to a breakfast club. You guys have to see Fabio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's our- yeah, we're going to see Fabio. <laughs> and we're going and to Shacktoberfest. We're going to go to Shacktoberfest with yes. Shaquille O'Neal's <laughs> Halloween festival. <laughs> I am thrilled for this year. This sounds like a great yeah. they're, all, they're all amazing. They're all great <laughs> goals. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you can consider them goals, but they're something. I'm it's, writing them all at the top of our shared note right now, just so we <laughs> are like manifesting. I mean, them seeing every Fabio day. is going to be the one that I guess you don't can't try. It's just going to have to happen. It's, but you know what? I and mean? then yeah. if it gets closer to the end of the year, maybe we have to make it happen. We might have to manufacture. I think we should probably Brandy set a Google alert for Fabio in case. Yes. When should we? When do you? When do you want to set that? We can like. Oh, you're saying like a Google, like an alert to see when. I want to get news. news I want to get Fabio. Oh yes, 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 yes. Good idea. Good idea. Good idea. (laughs) And do you do any tips on how we can see Fabio? First up, first up, I still enjoy that all your news, New Year's resolutions sound so L.A. They just sound like, we need to go to Rob Schneider's foosball tournament. He does it every Wednesday. He gives out shots of hypnotic. And then we go sit in the Batmobile. But, you know, other than that, we're going to suntan with, with Barbara Streisand out on her fake lawn. You know, that she does every Wednesday. Uh I don't. It's the greatest city uh, in the world, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> well, the the Breakfast Club thing sounds so fun. Like that's yeah, what I yeah. do love about LA. Um, mm. The only thing I've been about Fabio is is that I've always wanted to. I didn't want to meet Fabio, but I definitely have wanted to go on through the roller coaster that he like was on. on Rock and Fire, I believe. Is, well, you is know, uh, it's it's because this will be a this will. This will be a me and Brandy moment for a second. It was at Bush Gardens, was it Aww, not? I yes. believe it was at Bush Gardens yes, that yes, there yes. was a. Sorry, this is an East Coast. That's fine. Is it okay. still around or no? Um, I I can't remember if it's still around. It was it was uh I believe it was a roller coaster at Bush Gardens, oh, okay. which Apollo, is uh, Apollo's Chariot. Apollo's Chariot. Okay, Apollo's okay. Chariot. Let me check. Is the right still bus. open? I'm looking right now. I was gonna say that's. That, I I thought it was in L.A. because I was gonna say that could be our backup if we don't see him. That's no, he true. was there to celebrate the open. <laughs> he was there to celebrate the opening of the roller coaster. Right. Wow. It was. I mean, it's it's a beautiful. Like the park is known. The amusement park's known for how gorgeous the botanicals yeah. are. Like they like gorgeous do park. The, just a much like Hershey Park is like mm-hmm. really pretty. They're just like really neat parks that also have rides. But is <laughs> yeah. it? Is it the it. Bush brand? Is that like Bush beer? Yeah, because I've been. To, there's so, multiple Bush Gardens. I think just right? Bush is I've like the grossest to, beer, so it's so funny that I've been to Ab Bush Gardens and they have the Clydesdales. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. Uh, like it's the owned Bush by brand, them, Yeah, but I think like the yeah, it's owned by the I think the family in the way that like Hearst owns a little bit of everything in L.A. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. Exactly. Anheuser Busch is the Budweiser, which is like mm-hmm. drinkable. 
Um, it is, but I think bush beer specifically is oh, always been like undrinkable. Yeah, it, I don't associate it with lovely gardens. That's all. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's, bush gardens is like genuinely fucking gorgeous. Like I no, mean, I've, I remember, I, yeah. I've heard that. I'm just yeah. saying that they should gone with a different name. <laughs> you I know, I know. I'm getting old. Last time I was at Disneyland, my sister and I could not stop talking about the landscaping. <laughs> I, that's that's it's it's really what it's uh it's the landscaping f- is supposed to be what it was first in a lot of these like east coast at yeah. least the east coast uh mm. amusement parks are, are are a lot that way they're like mm-hmm. built around the idea of just having like picnic grounds so there right. are uh my brother who's a priest but the only thing we have in common is that we always go and do touristy stuff that uh, is related maybe to Disney or other things. We had, so I came to LA and we had, um, we had lunch at that, it's a Japanese restaurant that's up on top of one of y'all's hills. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, Yamashiro. Yamashiro, yeah. yeah. It was beautiful, but that mm-hmm. was like one of those things that we always do is we'd go see some touristy stuff, but it always is rooted in like, that's like our era of loving like yeah. roadside culture. And so like anything with like gardens or any sort oh, of, that's cool. Yeah. It's, it's the thing we have in common is like roadside culture. And yeah, uh, yeah it was really gorgeous. And I, I, I enjoy that about like going to any place that has gardens and mm-hmm. he's just, we he showed me the um we would go down to Burbank and just go to any place that was Disney animators would hang out at. <laughs> oh, that's a good tip. Yeah, yeah, that's really fun. What is it? The Irish bar? It's not the. It's the um, it's the bar. It's the there's a bar down there that or a restaurant that has like the Disney animators would carve or draw uh, animation, draw figures on the tables, and they, like, save the edge of the tables. I think it's, like, the... Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Like the, I want to say... I keep wanting to say Twisted Kilt, but it's not. Anyway, anyway. Tam O'Shanter? Yeah. Tam O'Shanter. There oh, it is. Oh, yeah, that yeah, is yeah, a really yeah, cool yeah. restaurant. Really good really vibes cool. in there. But yeah, it's a great, think, like, yeah. wintery place. You get a nice soup. Yeah, they do a very yeah. like they do it up for the holidays. Yeah. But but that's like our we love googie architecture, anything that's that era. And mm-hmm. uh, we just I just really enjoy it. He still really enjoys it. So like amusement parks and roadside culture are the things we we could still that's talk fun. about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's nice to have those kind of bonding experiences. Yeah. Man, what the one of the best parts about Bush Gardens, uh, too, is that it's near um Colonial Williamsburg. <laughs> Which is like, like a still like a, an like a an old timey town with like little people running around in like their little outfits, and it's like very close to it. So the idea that you can just like watch somebody churn butter and then get on a roller coaster within an hour of each other <laughs> is just that's what the East Coast is all about. That's like the East Coast version of us being like you can surf and ski in the same day. Exactly, <laughs> exactly, the exact same thing. <laughs> that's that's definitely us. We definitely have like it'll you'll definitely go to uh you'll definitely be in Baltimore and you're like you could see a place that was on the wire and also here's where the well, the this is where the national anthem was written like yes. across the street <laughs> from each other. Yep. <laughs> Equally important history. This is where McNulty <laughs> threw up repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, here's where Divine ate shit. And then here's <laughs> where Betsy Ross uh, did a flag. Actually, that's And then here's uh, the best buy from cereal. 
Yeah. I, um, yes, I, I've seen that. I've been there. <laughs> I have Somebody, to, I actually was really into cereal when I was in Baltimore once, and I am somewhat ashamed to say that I went to the Best Buy. <laughs> it's good to place yourself in the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they have a plaque for that at this point. Like... <laughs> Like they probably <laughs> sold a lot of USB cords because of they cereal. Must have. Yeah, like no I'm one here. talks about that. Yeah, <laughs> I we I was rewatching uh, Cecil B. Demented, the uh, Ooh, John, John Waters. Waters movie, and it was like better than I remembered it. I I highly recommend a rewatch of that one. Like yeah. considering how much we like uh, examine and see ourselves, uh, see like stars. I think mm. it was ahead of its time and like making yeah. commentary on like films and stuff He's always ahead of his time oh 100 percent. that's like i think one of my favorite ones i love man celibacy timeless and ahead of his time <laughs> <laughs> absolutely we have to go churn some butter really quick the the Wee! <laughs> hey everybody welcome back to lady to lady i'm brandy i'm babs i'm tess i'm andy thank you and it's time we're going to play a little game called This or That. There are no wrong questions. Or, or answers. are there? Or answers. No. Oh. <laughs> I kind of like how Beth said Or it. answers. No, I, yeah, I like we're like, we're like no, there's too. nothing wrong with what we're doing. <laughs> no, the rest is on you. We've done nothing <laughs> wrong. There's no wrong questions. <laughs> this is the LA confidence I've been wanting to hear. <laughs> I'm snorting it up off my screen like it's I, cocaine. <laughs> honestly, I wish. I wish. That would, yeah, my life would be so different. I'm taking all of this entitlement back downstairs and throwing it at my coworkers. <laughs> Good. I I always think so you're like talking about working in day job side note it's funny not funny but when you know so the comedy community suffered a loss recently Kenny mm -hmm. DeForest super sweet guy super hilarious yeah. comic recently passed away and I was thinking about it and just like you know when someone passes you always reflect and you're like like what can, you know yeah. how can I whatever how can I improve yeah. my life and it's like an ode to this person mm -hmm. but I was like I feel like I'm doing I was like there's nothing else I can do I have to work I have to survive so I can't go in there and be like fuck you guys I'm gonna live my dream and that's it because so, I have to live so I'm like yeah. oh god damn it I think I'm already doing this shit yeah. Anyway, just to, well, that's but good. it's also that's, annoying. It's good to be I, already I, doing this shit. I guess it's good. Yeah, it's good that you're doing it. It's yeah, that, that's but a, like that's I, good but thing. I also don't have the like fuck this. I'm quitting. You know what I mean? I wish that was also part of it because that'd be great. I so I it's one of those things where like I saw that he'd passed away and I I've. I didn't know him, but I met him. He did a drop in on uh at a show that I was doing in Seattle, I think, I want to say two years ago, maybe a year ago. And this, I only met him for the tiniest bit of time and was so sweet, such a nice yeah. guy and yeah. such a sweetheart. And I think yeah. like, I think it just speaks to like being nice in a small way to people, even when yeah. you're just dropping into some scene and, I think that's a that seems like exactly his mo, and I think that's like a simple enough thing to like carry forth, even if you didn't know him, you know. No, that's totally true and very lovely, Andy. Yeah, yeah. and go yeah. go look up his comedy if you never saw because he's yeah. great. It's a good way to remember him. He's got a great anyway. <laughs> let's play a game. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Kenny would like Kenny would want us to play a game. God damn it! Kenny would want <laughs> us to play this or that. <laughs> This or that. This or that. This or that. Okay, waffle or pancake? Ooh. 
I, ooh. It's a toughie. Talk it I'm, out. Talk it out. Talk it out. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say pancake. I think like this. Oh, you, you almost said waffle, and then you, you said pancake. Well, it's a hard question. It's difficult. <laughs> Which I, pancake? Which waffle were you considering? I well, it's the idea that like uh, you could still freeze a pancake if after you make them and then heat them back up, throw way too much butter and pancake, uh, way too that much syrup on it in a microwave, and it still be the jam. But like. Waffles, I don't know. It's one of these things where, like, we would always go to Denny's and you'd order the pancakes, not because you were to eat them, but because they weren't for you. They were for your future self. Oh, what you do yeah, is you'd, okay. you wouldn't be able to finish them. You'd put them in the, you, you'd take them to go, put them in the refrigerator, forget about it. And next morning you wake up and then That's you realize horrible. you still had pancakes and you're like, <laughs> Thank you, past self. Like, wow. I never, I'm going to be honest. Time travel. I is never in my entire life occurred to me to freeze a pancake, Andy. <laughs> it's, the fact that that is the, the deal breaker for you is kind of blowing my mind. <laughs> my my it. dad would make a shit ton of pancakes on Saturday mornings. And so then would we'd only get to eat a few of them, but then we'd freeze them. And so much in the, that colonial Williamsburg kind of way, we would we would scurry the pancakes together and <laughs> freeze them for the weeks ahead. <laughs> we'd microwave them in the old-fashioned way, 30 seconds by hand. Via the there was no air fryers. No, no. No, there was no air fryers then. No, no. I was speaking about amusement parks. One of my favorite things about my childhood is my dad would make us pancakes all the time, but then some times you would go down for breakfast for pancakes and he would have made mickey and minnie mouse pancakes and that was a mm. secret code that we were going to disneyland oh my god oh, shit. wow it was like the best that's amazing yeah wow i love yeah. that i we would get banana pancakes occasionally or uh, just i it didn't mean anything other than the ban bananas had gone bad um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that is yeah, a good way to move bananas it is. <laughs> I yeah. love. I I get mad when Adam throws them away because I'm like, what the fuck? I could have made something with that. Yeah, it could be bread. Could Let's be not be wasting a dollar forty nine here. Yeah, yeah. we had um. You know, our our amusement park in Utah was called Lagoon. So whenever we were gonna go to Lagoon, we'd come downstairs and there'd just be a big puddle. On <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like the joke I was gonna make was gonna be like. I was. It was going to be in the most Baltimore way possible. I was like, when we go downstairs and there was pancakes and there was a bunch of beer in it, we knew we were going to Bush Gardens. <laughs> <laughs> we just had some bush for breakfast, baby. We came down and there was a bush, and that's how we knew. <laughs> if there was a bunch of hair extensions and a pool of water, we were going to Wild World. Uh <laughs> we, my, my... My That's dad would enter in for contests, would enter for, would like send in, uh, send in entries for contests everywhere. And so uh -huh. we'd occasionally just win stuff. Oh, and my awesome. dad won tickets to Wild World, but also won a limo ride. So we took the limo ride to Wild World. Yes. <laughs> and when oh, we got it, it's just, it's just like, we got out, people were staring at us because it's like, for you. <laughs> 
for y'all it's like magic it's like six flags magic mountain it's like yeah, not yeah. like a huge it's just a water park and we got out <laughs> and people stared at us like we were famous taking a limo to the water park that's oh my god wow. i'm not gonna add it to our list but yes. i'm but just saying it's close it's just yeah it's, it's, it's right on the, to get on the list it's right there i love winning a limo ride too what a great like prize yeah. to win. seriously <laughs> no that's comboed it it was great. Yeah, I love that's that. genius. <laughs> I feel like when you're a kid, riding in a limo is like the equivalent of going to the moon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, w- I was describing to somebody how, like, because uh, I've been slowly trying to describe to people more and more, like, w- how, like, dance music culture in, 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 like, especially the UK is different than American dance music culture. And one of the things I was tra- trying to describe is how... Uh, how rap songs sound in the UK is so much, it's like weirder to say that like one of the, one of the big songs right now that's huge. That's like a a big hip hop hit over there. It's Mm -hmm. just talking about, um, it's just a guy talking about how he's going to have this ride for his girls to ride around with. And here that'd be like (laughs) a limo or stretch or an SUV. But this one's just like, We'll get everything ready for a sprinter van. <laughs> <laughs> Got the champagne in the sprinter van. It's all gassed up for these birds. <laughs> the idea so basically, is- British rappers travel like the Real Housewives cast. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly it. It's just, it's just uh, like almost bragging about like uh, their Sienna, <laughs> yeah. Dodge, a Dodge Caravan. Yeah, it's only fifty thousand miles on it, isn't it? <laughs> I will say, Andy recently taught me how to DJ, which was really exciting. Oh yeah, uh, DJ Aunt Lisa got leveled up because all DJ Aunt Lisa has done before is played like, you know cue to song on Spotify basically um, and so Andy taught me how to actually mix songs and like sample and stuff and it was fucking awesome and I appreciate it yeah we got do you have any plans to well I am ha- well I don't think you guys will be here actually but I'm doing after 50 worst jokes we're doing a dance party so oh that's yeah I be might first... be here I need to respond to that email sorry oh I mean it's fine but um that's my first gig I need to get uh, well I'll have to get a board though for that but I'm gonna get it it's so they're they're really cheap the uh yeah. the pioneer one that I was traveling with was like 200 it's a really the, the price point's so cheap like I yeah. I traveled with that one but I had enough money put aside to replace it if I got broken in transit that tells you how cheap it is <laughs> it's, it's not really that expensive now and that I I like that because it's um when I'm teaching people, especially kids, with uh, equipment that's not very expensive, then they don't feel like they're going to break it. And right, they, uh, right. It, there's a, a level of anxiety that's taken off of the teaching process. And so, uh, yeah, it's, 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 you know, it's finally down to a reasonable amount. Like, it, when I... I'm sure it used to be, like, crazy. Oh, for when sure. I, like, when I lived in Baltimore, growing up, hearing dance music on, like, I didn't have a, we had a shitty computer, so it would be, like, some, like, little file, like, you would download, and it would be a dance music song, mm-hmm. but uh, I wasn't 18, so I couldn't go into any clubs. 
I couldn't buy turntables and I couldn't buy records and I couldn't like the turntables cost like I don't know, like five to eight hundred dollars and then the, the mixer would be another five hundred dollars and then the records would be thousands of dollars. Oh my god. You know, it's like the price point was two thousand dollars and then if you weren't in a big place with a lot of record stores, then like all of the best records were going to whoever the person behind the counter were smoking weed with. Yeah. But <laughs> now it was, it's only cost like 200 bucks. And then y'all gave me lists. I've had the comedians give me lists of like 10 to 15 songs that they wanted. And whereas like in the past that would have taken so long, this only took like a Saturday morning of me just going and downloading this stuff. And, yeah. uh, yeah, I, I, you know, I, dance music's still around because of like just that it it's gotten affordable. It's very democratic in a way that like mm-hmm. you know playing guitar can sometimes not be for people. Mm, yeah, and so sure. uh, I don't know. I'm I'm I I'm trying to be a good ambassador about like dance music culture, and I think that like uh, teaching people how to put you did you but you already had a you would already DJed with playlists and stuff. I think that. The, People yeah, can but DJ, that's not the same, you know. But people can put together a playlist that's almost as good as a DJ set. It's mm-hmm. the it's the programming and knowing what to play next. Well, totally. I mean, that's a, so. This is yeah. what's the biggest advantage is because you know I'll DJ and I'll have something queued up, but because I'm trying to look for the next song, mm-hmm. I've had so many drunk moments where I've accidentally played the next song and mm-hmm. not meaning to, but I'm trying to queue it up. I've so been there what, for a few of those. Yes, yeah, yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. have experienced this many times. <laughs> and then I'm like, fuck! And like, I try to go back to the song, and it's like fucked up because it's no, already been the played. The momentum's gone. I'm yeah. having yeah. very specific visuals of you at Silver Lake Lounge. <laughs> I, I think that was, and that's been the, when we were doing the show. It's uh, I've, I've called it many things, but I teach comedians how to DJ, and then they DJ the first set. And it's hilarious because, like, the first set for comedians, you, like, work up to having an hour, but, like, an hour is the most basic set for any DJ. Mm-hmm. So, like, the idea, the, like, conf- uh, confluence of, like, the contrast and how much time you have to do the first time you do something is very funny. But also comedians not knowing what to do if they can't have a microphone in their hands, how they just <laughs> act in like frame behind mm-hmm. DJ decks when they can't talk out yeah, loud yeah. is very funny. But it is very weird. Cause that is also part of my JJing is saying really stupid shit. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that. That's a, I like that. It's yeah. 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 It'll, yeah. it'll be your stay. own soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was really awesome. So thank you for doing that. Yeah. No, you killed fun. it. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, Andy, time for another serious question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> morning people or night owls? I'm morning people. Really? Really? Okay. Morning what time do you people. get up? I get up at like, I think like five or I, I get up for, I get up for work at uh, like 545. Wow. Oh, wow. Um, I just, I mean, it's also because of like, I, uh, I'm just realizing that I can't stay up late for because of my epilepsy. Mm. And uh, as I've gotten older, like, I I can't stay up. Like, I can't worry myself or stress myself out oh, or stay right. up late because those are triggers. And yeah. um, oh, interesting. I had some of that happen. I had that happen. I've, like, stressed myself out too much a couple weeks ago. 
after like coming home from a comedy festival and then running an open mic and then uh, going home and then oh, waking Lord. up for work. Yeah. And, no. <laughs> uh, it, yeah, it gave me an episode. So, uh, but I, I like listening to dance music on Saturday mornings. Mm -hmm. I cannot recommend listening to dance music really early in the morning <laughs> on like a weekday or a Saturday. It, it's always when I would listen to it when I was a kid. And so mm -hmm. like, I've never had the same, like, uh, I think people always, I think I was trying to just, I was trying to like think about this earlier that like you like make memories based upon the songs you're hearing mm -hmm. and especially in dance music. And yeah. some people are like, I can't hear that song anymore. I used to do drugs to it. Yeah, can't yeah. listen <laughs> to it now, but like dance music, I just listen to in the morning. So it's already real to me. I don't know. Do you right. all have dance music songs that were ruined for you? No, I, I have, I have songs that I did drugs to, but like due to the nature of the drugs I did, it's just, they're great memories. What's yeah, yeah I think I only have fond memories yeah. of them. Um, I mean, I was definitely a raver kid. Like, I, you know, I was like the, uh, I mean, I still listen to like Paul Oakenfold, Tiesto, <laughs> Digweed. Oh, oh, Paul Oakenfold has one of my greatest, uh, one of my greatest uh, uh, guilty pleasures of all time is a Paul Oakenfold song called Starry Eyed Surprise. Oh, and yeah, it is, that sounds great. And it's, there's, I don't know what it is about the dude from Crazy Town's voice, but it is <laughs> butter to me. It really is <laughs> this frequency of tone where if I ever met Shifty Shellshock, I'm going to kiss him. <laughs> I'm in a weird place where Butterfly is still a jam to me. <laughs> I know, it's, we've gotten to the point where Butterfly is kind of a classic, dare I say. Yeah, we um, our friend Josh lived in Hollywood once upon a time and had some neighbors move in across the street and realized that they were from Crazy Town or it was that singer or something. I don't oh fucking know. God. And they were like, hey, you want to can you help us move around a little bit? We'll smoke you out. And he's like, sure. And then he helps him move. And they're like, all right, let's smoke out. And it was not weed. It was oh. meth. It was meth. Oh, no. Wait, and they did it after moving? <laughs> I don't know the exact arrangements of the story, but I know that he offered to smoke them out and it was not weed. Also, oh, I've talked about no. this on stage, so I can say it here, but as someone who's smoked both meth and pot in my life, it's impossible to get them confused. <laughs> yeah. Well, they didn't... He didn't confuse it. He they said like let's smoke and then Oh, was so that. they I saw assumed. before they smoked that it was speed. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, I yeah, thought no, you they were didn't like smoke Oops, it. We smoked meth. I'm no, like, no, no, no. They actually... didn't they didn't smoke it and then find out. They <laughs> okay. <didn't>. okay. <laughs> I, maybe it's just like they just assumed they knew they were from the band so they like had to put that on cuz they were like, like we know our reputation. Yeah. <laughs> people are going to if they hear you met Shifty Shellshock you're like, "Well, was he He's from Crazy Town. Did he have an insane house in a crazy town? And you're like, yeah. We helped him move his insane house and smoke speed. Did but honestly, it does. It would make a lot more sense to do it before moving. So yeah. maybe. Yeah. That's okay. yeah, exactly. Oh my God! Everything's somehow on the ceiling, though. I don't understand. But, but it's in the house. And that's all that matters. Yeah, I moved it in with my super strength. Yeah, all the dishes are in the bathroom. It's fine. I don't know no if you his doorknobs. But that, yeah, yeah. That Crazy Town album has like the most 
I like the album art for their album with the, like the girl with the piercings like licking like a lollipop is maybe the most iconic like two thousands ephemera. It's of a time for sure. <laughs> there's uh, yeah. Uh, any other this or that? Uh, I got one. See, let's do one more. All right. Phone in bathroom or no phone in bathroom? Oh. Mm. Uh, I I phone. Of course. I was going to say, you're not raw dogging reality on the toilet, are you? <laughs> raw dogging reality? No. I've got them sitting with your thoughts. <laughs> I've got a multi Do you guys all do phone in bathroom? Mm-hmm. Mm, not, all, not all the time. Sometimes. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, I love- I'm the only... Big time anti, huge anti. No. Wow. No. Oh, okay. No. Right. What are you doing? Sean brings his phone into the bathroom, and and I'm like, he'll he'll send me texts while he's on the toilet, and I'm like, well, I'm not texting. I'm not I'm texting not anyone. Get <laughs> and like, why are you planning on being there for so? Like, get in, get out. It's such a disgusting habit from a germ perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it I'm is. Just, I mean, yeah, just, it is. But no, no, you're not. I, everything's I, gross too. Well, you still. <laughs> Are you still like a bathroom reader, like having a yeah. book in the bathroom? Mm-hmm. But then, like, the, then, but by that, I think that might be more disgusting because you're just like basically reading toilet paper. You can probably. I'm not just, saying it's all. Yeah. All of it's all of it's gross. I'm not saying yeah. it's not yeah. gross. Nobody should ever use the bathroom. It's disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> I no, do have an Archie right. comic paper, book. Pr- you have an Archie comic book. It, it's like in a. It's in a drawer, so I feel like it's safe. Mm. You that's know, cute because your kitty's <laughs> named Archie. <laughs> yeah. Aww. So it, that's my cute, cute poop reading. Um, okay, fine. so only on brand. <laughs> 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 only <laughs> on brand press materials. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes, yes, that yes, all yes. accept. That's our new. Uh, yeah. That's we've got a new. I'm Andy, so I can only out. read instructions from the board game. Candyland. There you go. <laughs> Only one to one. Because it's not going to be Andy Cap cartoons. I mean, fuck. God, what an awful comic strip. <laughs> was that the military one? No, Andy Cap was like. There was like a he had French fry. Wasn't there like little? There was like shitty potato yeah. fries. Twos that oh, were his. I don't remember. I so it was a it was a comic strip, and then it was also just like uh, outsourced to like a chip brand. Yeah, it was and a the, bad chip. I need to oh. this. But like it was like a oh. potato it's like a deep tied a deep fried potato like string kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And um I don't okay. I don't but it was like I it's a weird it's like almost the the same corny thing that happened with rap snacks at a certain point where yeah. some like entertainment brand licensed themselves out to some random food brand basically. Right. Yeah. I will say I was at Hot Topic buying gifts for my niece, which was really fun. And they had Mountain Dew socks. And I was like, I'm into this. That's dope. That's something That's I good. could get into. Yeah. Um, I think people of all age can appreciate a pair of Mountain Dew socks. Like yeah. I, I'll take that crossover. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, we have to take a break. We'll be right back. BRB. Hey, everybody. We're back on Lady to Lady. This is Babs. I'm Brandy. I'm Tess. This is Andy. <laughs> Hello, Andy. Um, let's do a lady problem. Please. Y'all, send us lady problems. We actually need some. We so if you've some. been sitting on one, don't sit on it. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> really, get it yeah. out get, Yeah, get it out from under your butt and call us at 3236-BUTT30. That's what the butt's for. Mm-hmm. Or 
Email us at ladytoladycomedy at gmail.com. dog just barks all day and all night. I mean, I think you can probably hear it. I can hear it like inside the house with all the closed windows and doors. Um, I looked into making a noise complaint and you have to like take video and like go talk to the people and like all this stuff. (laughs) I looked at their front door and they have like a gun sign on it and like I know I just need to go talk to them. Um, but they seem a little scary. My partner doesn't want to do it either. And, like, I feel so bad for this dog. So if you can just, like, give me the the pump up to, like, go do this because it's driving me insane. Like, I just want to sit on my patio and this dog is barking. So, um, thanks, ladies. Love you a lot. Uh, have a good day. Bye. Oh, we can hear the puppy. I feel really I bad for the dog. Yeah, I feel bad for the dog. And the God, it's so it. hard when, a, yeah, like, you know an animal's in that position, and you're just like, uh, like yeah. you can't really do anything. Get a fucking dog if you can't. If you can get somebody who's a friend of yours who has no stake in this to act like a neighbor that they can't hear, <laughs> like, say, like, I'm a neighbor from down the street. They're not oh. really a neighbor from down the street. <laughs> I like this. Like, you could have, like, fake neighbors go over and ask them to, like, make sure the dog's okay. Yeah. Either that or, um, like, there's citizen apps. There's all these different apps for, uh, you know, like, having n- noise in the neighborhood sometimes. Uh, I think some of those have, like, options. Um I don't dog snacks, throw them over the fence. <laughs> we used to, when I lived in Baltimore, people would just have dogs out behind their house that just like their main purpose was to bark. Yeah. And yeah. for you to not be able to get in their backyard. And yeah. uh, so we used to just run down these alleys and it would set all these dogs up. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd ride our bikes down an alley just to hear the the like entire street worth of dogs bark at us as we went past and down. (laughs) But I mean, I feel so bad for dogs like that. I think there are some, I think having like some, a friend of yours who has no stake in it at all, go over there and you not even acknowledge that it's a friend of yours, that this is a neighbor. I don't know. Could be something interesting. I like this. uh, A local actor. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, go on Craigslist, book an actor, um, <laughs> a, cri- a dog crisis actor. Let's get him out there. <laughs> I mean, with someone like this, like, I do feel like you have to go the, like, flies with honey route yeah. because they mm-hmm. seem a little scary. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I would try to, I would, yeah, if you, if you, you're asking to, like, get the, you know, for encouragement to go talk to them. And I would try to do the really sweet route of, like, hey, like. I just want to say hi. I'm your neighbor. You know, I've noticed I'm here a lot of the time and your dog's barking. And I, you know, I'm wondering if there's just like anything we could do. So it's. Yeah. 
taken care of during the day. I mean, I don't know what you say. Know, what do you like, fucking why say to the someone dog like barking this? because they're being left alone all day? Like, is, it sounds like that's what it seems like. I assume they're not home. I'm like, I'm yeah. Be, yeah, right. And I don't know, like, if the dog is truly just, I don't know if it's an indoor dog or an outdoor dog. Yeah. Do you guys think it's indoor or outdoor? Probably outdoor. I guess I assumed indoor, but. Yeah. I, but cause I think oh. I'm only thinking that because she's hearing it from inside, so I'm not. Oh, sure. if it's in, I think if it's inside, it's like an even entirely different. Maybe you can, if the um, if the if you're inside a place and the dog is barking, maybe see if you can't go to the neighbor next to theirs on the other side and see if you can't get backup or help from possibly a neighbor above them or a neighbor below them or somebody else not like a petition situation but get somebody else who mm-hmm. has your back on it possibly yeah um, interesting. yeah and then go over there together yeah yeah but it's it, you know sometimes it's just like uh bring a bag of dog treats over and be like you, what's your dog's name or i don't you know i I don't. Right. I, I can. I can only think about like the nice neighbor way of doing it. But if they like have like a gun sign, I don't. I don't yeah. know. I wish I had more details because it's like there are. I mean, I don't know also what city you're in because I'm like I don't know if you're in LA. Like our rescues are so completely under resourced right. and cool right yeah. now that yeah. it's like I don't even know who you could call. But um, there are rescues that will. There are like some. You might want to like Google this, but if they're using the dog for security, um, there are rescues that will pay for that person to get a security system in exchange for them surrendering the dog to the rescue. Mm. Um, so you may want to Google and see if there's an organization like that around you, because sometimes these people like they don't actually even want a pet, like they just want something. They Keep truly are fine with that deal, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I don't uh, know. I mean, I do think it is worth it trying to go over there and, like, meet meet them, I think, in general. I mean, I think, like, that's a a very unfriendly sign, but it's also, like, you don't necessarily know what's going on. Like, it could just be, like, that's a weird fronting, toxic thing they're doing, but they're actually, like, not that bad, too. Like, maybe they just, like, they like Nerf guns. Maybe it's just, like, um... (laughs) <laughs> Maybe the, it's written in very small print underneath the part where it says, mm-hmm. take my guns from my cold dead hands. It's actually yeah, yeah, Nerf yeah. guns from my cold dead hands <laughs> because they're cold because they're going yeah. to reach and hug you. Like, yeah, but it's yeah. a very uh-huh. tiny, very tiny. It's like that thin blue line, but if you like get close enough, but the thin blue lines actually just blue letters that say cops really need to have some oversight. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You're like, exactly. oh, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't think enough to get close enough to your truck to read the blue lights. Yeah. Well, and there, I mean, there is like genuinely a part of me that also feels like not, um, like going over being friendly might like, like, like make it like could 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 help the situation versus like that's a person that obviously is like paranoid and like isn't very friendly because who knows what experiences or whatever's happened in their life, but like you could be a person that is like a nice neighbor and you got along and like that doesn't help exacerbate the issue anymore. Like it's like a lot Mm -hmm. of these people are very isolated and, um, you know, paranoid for any number of reasons. But like if they're your neighbor, like you could be part of a change that is like, Oh, actually, well I have like this neighbor that's nice. Like, I mean, you know, whatever. I wonder like, like what action, what's the ideal action for this neighbor to take? 
I mean, I'm assuming they're relatively new. Otherwise, like I, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, has this person been living there for a really long time? Is the dog new? Like, you know, I, I would yeah. want to know that information. It sounds like I a guess, new problem. Maybe. I, I, yeah, maybe I, they just moved in. I, but I'm like, I, I feel like the dog's, like, what needs to happen is these dogs need to be walked and stimulated and yeah. cared for. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I also tr- have no faith in humanity after I have no faith in humanity. So. I, my thought <laughs> is, is that you do, so, you try something nice for, it's like, be nice, then if not, fuck you. Um, you can always, um, there is always a 1-800 yeah. number that you can call to get a Book of Mormon sent to them. And then <laughs> you can have an option to have that Book of Mormon sent to them by a representative themselves. Uh, that is something you could do to somebody. Who... Do you have that number, Andy? Because I think our listeners may want that. <laughs> That's just I that. would never say for anybody to do that. <laughs> I think yeah. um, um, my partner, Linus, was uh, when we were moving into our place one of these times and I was at work, uh, two like two uh, Mormons, like the Mormon kids came up and they were like, can we help you out? And then Linus was like, sure. And then like, they, like helped move all the stuff into the house. And they were like, can we talk to you about the, the Mormon faith? And then Linus was like, ah, I'm transgender. You you don't like us. And they stood there for a second. They're like. Fair enough. And then turn to walk away. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. All right. Got it. So what I'm saying is the Mormons need to do this. <laughs> and they, that's a good point. And they're, those missionaries are young. Right. They're naive. Virile. They're sheltered. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, Virile. Virile. That's a good. I like that. That's a good idea. Um, yeah. I think, like we said, like the try to be nice first, maybe make a connection and then yeah. be like, your dog needs to be fucking walked. Um, yeah. Obviously, we don't know if that's going to work. Think- if you need to do a noise complaint, yeah, take video of it and then. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a multi-front situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and maybe them feeling self-conscious about the dog's barking will will lead to them. Coming Some people, I mean, the, who know? Uh, you know, I don't know. The, we don't know these people, obviously, like we said. Yeah. Some people don't aren't aware that their dog is barking all the time when they're yeah. gone. They might that's not know. That's also true. Yeah. That is that is a thing. Like some people mm-hmm. just don't know because they're literally not home. Um, so yeah. who knows? I mean, they might not know that it's happening as much as it is too. Yeah, I would just t- take like the lesson of the movie The Sandlot, like maybe a little bit to heart. Hopefully, mm-hmm. a little bit where you're just like, oh, like it could be, it could just be all- James Earl Jones. Yeah, in the house exactly. And he's like, very I've- lonely. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. I'm. I I googled this just real quick to see if there was an app for it. There's one called Bark Sense. And it is an app that will count how many barks a dog barks. <laughs> it will at least track the dog sounds and record it. And you see how long or, or long or loud and how l- for one length of tong- time Whoa. a dog is wow. uh, barking. So it at least would give you stats. It's called Bark Sense. Got it. But- oh, I okay. I just am like doing random Google searches. Here's something: a mm-hmm. uh, control device detects its dog silencer max. I look. I'm not obviously. I don't know if this is good for the dog or not. I'm just saying. I found this. Um, detects dog barking and emits ultrasonic sound waves to train neighbor dogs to stop 
parking. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I saw that was, I, that was the next thing down. And I was like, I don't know if an ultrasonic weapon is exactly what we should be just telling somebody to hit their neighbor with. <laughs> I don't know if it's a weapon or not, but <laughs> no, I just, I mean, it might, yeah. yeah, it's, it seems like if it, I mean, it seems like a decent option if, if obviously I don't want it to be harmful to the dog, but, um, yeah, that, you know, maybe you're gonna knock on that door, and that you're gonna knock on that door. You you should probably take some like food over because yeah. the next thing they're gonna be like, Are you the one to try to silence my dog with an ultrasonic wave gun. <laughs> <laughs> and then you put an ultrasonic wave gun sign on your yeah on your <laughs> yeah just a little training thing. whistle every time they bark. Oh, boop, boop, boop. I also and, had a thought that you could. I just had this idea. You could tell them that you have a podcast. Mm. And that's oh. why the parking is such an issue. So that that's yeah. not that's not a bad idea. I mean, like, yeah, you work from home and you're you're always yeah. podcasting, mm -hmm. and you know, yeah, like it's interrupting my, my and my and workspace. like mm -hmm. they'll get starstruck, obviously, exactly, yes. and then they'll know that you can put them on notice. Mm -hmm. You have a platform. I remember <laughs> one time when I was bitching out that guy who was fucking with me, the Nissan Versa. Yep. Uh, yeah. dealership and I was like I have a podcast and I will be happy to mention this <laughs> 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 I need to start sponsoring you need to start threatening to sponsor places as a threat like I will yes. mention I will say that I got a tasty sandwich here and people will come here and they'll see how bad you are and they'll make brownie faces and reviews. Oh yeah. Your money buys our silence. We have our mob our mob protection. Yeah. Yeah, it does confer a large amount of protection. Having a podcast is is great security. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've, I feel uh, not because it's I just think that like when I'm nervously checking uh like when I was nervously checking all of the uh, apps to see where my album was at, yeah. I did what I did the last time I released an album, which is like reviews helped an album chart or at least get it featured. And yeah. so I've always left a review for my own album, but it's the only review. And I said it so you can see I've reviewed my own album. You see my username is Andy Wancio and you see... <laughs> It's so true. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, leave leave an album review for your friend's mm -hmm. dog. I don't know. I yeah, yeah. Play get some the dog. Yeah, at the dog. I was gonna say get the dog started podcast, but it pretty much already has one. Uh, yes. Yeah. So. Oh, <laughs> we wish. We wish we had the hustle of that dog. Oh, I wish. <laughs> Good luck. I'm sorry. This is like an age old. Yeah, problem, nice. and I hope it gets better. I should say that I got beaten by the dog, uh, the bark, the dogs barking Christmas, <laughs> Christmas songs in oh, the charts. God. You did? <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's a classic. That's like you getting beaten by the Nutcracker. Like, oh, it yeah, was. Okay. I, I because I released my first EP in January, and I realized that it did so well in January because like everybody drops albums as tax write-offs in oh. December, and then oh. you're competing against comedic Christmas albums on the oh, chart. And then, like, are those dogs getting residuals? Are those even dogs? Or is that just, like, a keyboard? I mean, I, there was an original dog to make that noise. I got yeah. a lot of questions. What's happening with this dog? 
I I think it was a keyboard, but now I need a documentary. <laughs> yeah, because somebody barked to, for that keyboard sound. We yeah. can make it a we can make it a limited series if we have one episode where somebody just keeps staring off into the corner of a room. Yes. yes. <laughs> oh, I mean we it's yes. four episodes at least, honey. Oh. We we get two two interviews. We're spreading that out. Mm-hmm. It's oh, got yeah. Moby's definitely on it for some reason. It's like I I think what we're did, doing to these animals is is not cure. You can see from my vegan tattoos that I don't think these animals should be kept inside of even the synthesizer. It should be tortured with these songs of a, a Christian society. <laughs> Moby really has seamlessly transitioned from dance music to Talking Head. Yeah, yes. yeah. He's uh, my friends. And what are, a small head. I, th- I, th- I think it's hilarious because they, there's never footage of him from that time because my friends who all through raves like had to bring synthesizers uh, allegedly, allegedly, allegedly would bring would have to hire out synthesizers for him to fake play during oh my sets. God. Oh my God. And really? so there's none of these documentaries ever have footage of him playing any songs at Woodstock 99. Um, <laughs> what's I I think what's the cutest what's the cutest thing is is that like Jonathan Davis has turned out to be a pretty nice guy in most yeah. of these documentaries. He's like pretty mm-hmm. even I don't know who that is. Corn. Le- corn guy, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. It's, You're right. Like he like in the I'm trying to remember because I remember the he's in Woodstock 99 documentary, right? There's two different ones. One was on Max, and the other one was on Netflix. And oh, then there's also um, my fr- a friend of mine. I'll have to send it to you. A friend of mine turned out she like was. We were talking about this last year when I was in New York. She went to Woodstock '99, and not only did she go, she still had. Uh, she's a. Uh, she catalogs all these. Um, she's a three minute rule on Instagram. I only say this mm-hmm. because. She fucking catalogs, has cataloged New York City's uh, dance music and music culture, and especially black music culture in New York for a long time. But she, when we started talking about Woodstock 99, she fucking scanned the program pages from the Woodstock 99 oh festival guide, oh, and she man. sent them to me, and I have them. Amazing. I'll send them to Holy shit. Uh, that, that rules. I almost, I was, I was in Woodstock when that happened, on a family vacation and me and our friend Krista, we were so mad that they wouldn't let us go to Woodstock 99. That we just like, ah. we didn't, we were just like angrily watching MTV all day. And we're just like, uh-huh. we're not going to go in the lake. Fuck you guys. Watch, you won't let us go to this festival. <laughs> and then at a certain point, we just turned off the TV and then we went back by the fire. We were like, oh, oh maybe they, our parents were right and we don't need to talk about it. Uh, oh, really? What? So you realized like the shit was going down because you oh, were watching it in real time? Oh, because we watched it live on TV. We were, we were like, Oh, they've started burning things. Okay. Well, <laughs> I remember watching it That's like from crazy. five miles away from it and being Whoa. like, oh no. I guess maybe I guess maybe we shouldn't be there. I, I was like, 14. And like the thing that never ceases to just like crack my face about that whole situation <laughs> is that yeah. Jewel was there. I know. <laughs> Poor Jewel, just like ha ha ha. ha. I, um, I, well, I, as we all know, Jewel lived in 
uh, you know, in her car for in a while. Alaska. So she, so yeah, she, yeah. she was ready for this. She's like, she I'm was ready for the elements and for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, real quick, I do need to plug as we mentioned Jonathan Davis uh, from Corn. I just want, don't need everyone on this call to know that uh, Jonathan Davis has a pet uh, accessory company called Freak on a Leash. Um, <gasps> And it's all incredible. And we're talking about transitioning to middle age gracefully. That is, I mean, <laughs> it it's amazing. He's got little like studded collars. It's all very gothy stuff. He has Cute. a neon collection for dogs. Does Jack have any freak on a leash? He doesn't because okay. like he has a Jenny Jack Le- is a freak on a leash. He is he a freak on a leash. It. He doesn't need it because he, he already has a Jenny Lewis leash that like is already in rotation. We don't need to have a mm. court. Like it's, there's already. How many leashes can one dog have? You know what it's I mean? True. I, I I have I do have it bookmarked and I think about it often. Because there is a little <laughs> hoodie that says freak on a leash on it. I oh, that you know, would be good look, for while I was holiday shopping, I almost bought so I almost bought like I wanted to buy all every every friend's dogs mm-hmm. an outfit, but I was like, God, I don't know my friend's dog's outfit sizes. Size. Yeah, that's oh. hard. <laughs> yeah. That's a tough call. It you know, is. you can't I can't tell from just looking at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard. I just dropped it in the chat for everybody here, but it's freakonaleash.com. Highly recommend. It's just very... Oh my God, it's so cute. Can I tell you guys how I found out about corn is when I was in junior high, Mm -hmm. like the kids that took wood shop, I did a project where they could like, you could screen print on your PE t-shirt. And all of a sudden, like everyone in my PE class had a PE t-shirt that said corn. (laughs) Um, I was like I guess I'll look into this all right we this is cute shit brandy well i think we uh answered the lady problem (laughs) okay so get your get your neighbor's dog some corn some freaking leash yeah yeah Yeah. some corns he's just dog encourages punkness actually that doesn't that's not a bad idea like some (laughs) frequent leash shit i would enjoy the shit out of yeah, yeah, I don't know. He needs that. a cool collar. He needs a little vest. Yeah, you know? let's. Also, the dog is just we need a makeover. Get some accessories. It, it also sounds like that dog could use a copy of my album. Um, <laughs> yes. Where can that dog find it, Andy? Where can that, where can that dog find your album and Great you question. on social media while they're looking? <laughs> <laughs> I just I just come out and part of my next set is all in dog barks. <laughs> 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh it's uh yeah, you can find it on any of the things on iTunes or I my friends have been nice enough to download it on iTunes and that's been super sweet, but listen to it anywhere you can you want on spot. I might we got some. We got a new hire here at work, mm-hmm. and my coworker was bringing him by my desk and said, "This is Andy. Andy's famous on Spotify." Hey. And I'm, <laughs> I was hey. like, "I don't know why it took a bit of like I'm also famous on other platforms." Thank you, <laughs> Apple as well. Thank you. I, yeah. I, um, but yeah, you can get it on Bandcamp as well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Band the Kill Rock Stars has a good Bandcamp, and they are also good people to buy from they're a good label yeah another good label is burn this records hey. yeah <laughs> thanks for the plug andy <laughs> yeah. so and let everyone know where they can find you online andy to see you do comedy etc um i'm at andy awancio on all of the things i am not abandoning any social media platform because oh, i'm yeah. <laughs> 
I'm trans and as long as there's two of us somewhere, we'll still be there. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect tagline. (laughs) Thank you for hanging out with us. So great to see you. And uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye, guys. Bye. Three, two, three, six, but 30. It's six, but 30 somewhere. Hey, ladies. I went shopping for new jeans the other day. um, And... I was at the Levi's outlet and I was looking at all these different kind of jeans. My body type has changed. So I wanted to try on a bunch of different pair of pants. And I literally heard Tess in my head talking about how she had like some bell bottoms or flares that were really flattering on her. So I tried on a pair and they are amazing. I am so stoked. So thank you guys. Love you. Bye. Hey y'all. Michaela here. Um, I was just listening to the lady problem for the short for lizard episode uh, where um, the the person who wrote in talked about having to teach her husband how to um, make a bed and y'all came to the conclusion he should just Google it. Fun fact, there's a website called Let Me Google That For You. Um, I used to send it to all, anybody who asked me a stupid question that it's quicker to just Google it. Um, because I'm petty like that. Um, what happens is it pops up with a video of someone typing the question into Google, um, and then it will display all the Google results for them. Um, it is petty and slightly humiliating for folks to receive those, and I am petty and enjoy humiliating people who should just be Googling things. So uh, there's a quick fact for you in case you guys want to use that in the future. Uh, love your show. Lady to Lady is produced by Katie Levine. Get tons of bonus content, discounted tickets for live shows, and lots more at patreon.com slash lady to lady. Follow us on Instagram at lady, the number two, lady comedy. And give your input on lady problems and get info about upcoming live shows. And hey, don't forget to follow our individual accounts on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Babs Gray, Brand Dazzle, and Testify Barker. 